world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. The most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Uh, week thirteen. Week thirteen. Week thirteen. <laughs> we just stopped counting it. Of point. excessive it's, lockdown. Yeah. Um, asshole Murphy says that if you're protesting against the governor, it's not allowed. Nope. If you're protesting against police brutality or racism, it is allowed. Well, you know what the problem was for you guys in Point Pleasant was that you you didn't burn anything, and you didn't loot anything. Yeah. And you weren't uh, throwing bricks that somehow magically appear i got um, a i got a scary feeling yeah uh where he they just approved to borrow like uh 14 billion dollars the assembly approved it it's going to go to the senate next <laughs> yeah i don't know if sweeney's From where? going to do it who's gonna who's stupid enough to lend the state of new jersey 14 billion the, chi- the chinese oh that, well there you go the chinese <laughs> so you know there's a there's a catch-22 here with this with these lockdowns, all of these protesters that have been going out, touching and feeling each other and mm. breaking the lockdown that we, the people, the law-abiding, taxpaying citizens have been adhering to, mm. where we will get locked up if we're too standing too close to each other. Well, God forbid you go to church. Yes. You know, this exposes that social distancing is basically a shaming farce. Let's mm. let's face it. Do you agree? I totally agree. I mean, it... uh, we have 40 million people on unemployment. 100,000 small businesses have already permanently shut down in the United States. It's going to be a lot more in New Jersey when oh, it's over, you know, tens sure. of tens of yeah, thousands. Absolutely. Uh, we've allowed the police now to take a new Gestapo state-type tact where if you're not social distancing, you're not wearing a mask, you're not doing this, you're going the wrong way down the produce aisle and shop right. <laughs> right or wrong? That's true. That's okay, true. what is the long-term financial and mental cost of this botched experiment? Okay, so what is it going to well, be? I don't know. I don't know if it was botched. I I don't know <sighs> if it was botched. I think you know. I I agree with your premise here, but I don't know if this is botched. I I, I am so sick to my stomach over what's going on. And and I, I can't say a lot, but I am just so sick to my stomach over what's going on. And, and let, let me just say that a lot of the people I held very in high regards as friends and, and whatnot, I've lost all faith and regard for. And uh, I don't th- I don't. I don't. I can't tell you whether this was orchestrated to a certain degree, or it just capitalized on. But either way, it is a travesty. 
And I'll leave it at that. <sighs> well, listen, what is the long-term cost of human lives, medical treatment, psychological treatment, greater suicide rate, we'll drug know. overdose, we, we domestic know. abuse, yeah. child abuse? This hasn't reared its ugly head yet. No, it hasn't. Okay, what it is hasn't. the total economic impact that this is going to have on us and and from my perspective what is the what the total uh, public health impact that it's had uh, over uh, people not getting screened for specific diseases uh, uh, procedures delayed uh, preventive medicine being done on and on and on and on and focusing on the wrong things you know we're social animals and this lockdown has destroyed well, social institutions, right? Well, I, I am. I have to be. <laughs> yes. But, you know, schools, churches, coffee shops, bars, libraries, barbershops, where people went, get their news, chit-chat. They have, a, you know, you go out for your morning coffee and paper or whatever if you're an elderly person or a young person. It's pretty much destroyed that. It's going to take a long time to get back to that point, if ever possible. Yeah. The big thing that, I, that scares me is that it's really empowered the police state now. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Millions of us became law-abiding criminals. Yeah. Okay, by seeking to make a living, leaving our homes, or in, engage in you know peaceful trade. Right? Am I right, right or wrong? You're correct. It's it's all completely upside down. When you when when people are arrested, or or threatened to be arrested for going into a body of water in this by the same mayor who allows uh, people to loot and burn. And, and turns his back and, and orders the police to stand down. Uh, I'm speaking specifically of, of, of Mayor Mayor Moonbeam in New York City. <laughs> Rome uh, is burning. He don't care. He doesn't care. So so here's 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 the kicker, and it's in my video teaser for the show. So you get a state like New Jersey, we're broke more than normal. Uh, psychological problems, mental health problems, medical problems. People are broke, foreclosures and everything. We're going to borrow ourselves into prosperity, right? We're going to borrow and tax ourselves into prosperity. <laughs> yeah, right. here's Wait what's till gonna, the tax bill comes. Yep, here's here's my, my prediction. Remember this, everybody? Middle of June, Anthony's going to make a prediction. Come September, cue the gun control. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. What better diversion Absolutely. than to cue the gun control? Right. You know, so many guns were sold, millions and millions of guns right. during this pandemic, and a lot of new gun owners, but unfortunately, most of the new gun owners are not going to embrace the Second Amendment, the NRA, no. ANGRPC, no. like we are. No. A lot of these people bought the gun, and two weeks after the lockdowns are over, they'll never touch the gun again. Right. There'll be a huge influx of used guns in the market. My wife wants this out of the house. We didn't get to kill any protesters, <laughs> and now she's, she's, she's a scared... Yeah, she's a scared <laughs> yeah. that uh, you know she didn't want she didn't want her Louis Vuitton purses stolen. Right. The other problem is a lot of the hardcore two A people and conservative people are going to flee the state. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to have less of absolutely. a base of people. It's a paltry base to begin with. A million it's, gun it's, owners in New Jersey. We have about you know. 300 heavy lifters and right. about 5,000 concerned 2A advocates. Yeah, if you want to call yeah, uh, it. I'm, I'm, I'm being gracious. Yeah, yeah, you are being gracious. All right, we're going to lose about half of them. Yeah. 
the the legislature, the assembly in the House are going to have to get the pressure off of themselves for this financial mm-hmm. and mental mess they're in. And we will be the whipping boys and girls again. I guarantee oh, yeah. you 100%. Absolutely. Because tyranny works like that. You know what else is going to happen? This is not a false flag here. A lot of these new gun owners, tragically, there's going to be an accident or two. Oh, absolutely. No, I, okay. I, you, we've said this over and over again. Yes. You, you know, you, you, have, you have hundreds of thousands of people going out and buying guns who have never had a safety course in, in a single safety course, a gun safety course, who, who have no range time whatsoever, who have purchased the gun, purchased ammunition, loaded the gun probably, or maybe not usually, and shoved it in their draw. There's going to be problems because of it. Correct. So as soon as something happens, tragically mm-hmm. and sadly, we are going to get attacked. So I want everybody to be prepared for it. Because they loathe us anyway, because the majority of us gun owners are law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. And when I say that, it is not a racial thing, okay? I get attacked for this all the time. I get attacked for it. You get attacked for saying... Yeah, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens are makers and takers. When I use those terms, you want to see the messages that I get on all my social media, that I'm racist, okay? I don't... don't Grasp the I, I, I don't I don't either and I don't care your color religion sexual persuasion creed or whatever I don't give you're a still shit. paying tax if you're it a law-abiding tax-paying citizen you're living in New York or New Jersey if you are any color at all and have a breath probably even if you don't have a breath you're paying tax yes <laughs> you know what though Sandy it's the left's way of, of lowering the argument okay of course. And I don't engage, you know. When I when I troll Phil Murphy's Facebook uh, every day when he's doing his press conference, uh, <laughs> and what'll happen is I'll say something derogatory to him, and then like eighty socialists will attack me, and I write back to them, "I'm a constituent and a voter. I'm addressing my governor, not you. Have a nice day." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm addressing, I'm, I'm, you know, and they're like, well, he doesn't read the feed anyway. I'm like, listen, shut up. I, I feel good getting it off my chest, okay? I feel good getting it off my chest, but always getting it. Now, when I see a, a, a loony lib post something, I don't post on theirs and start an argument with them. I have better shit to do. Well, you know, the, I'm just having fun. That is the difference, right? I mean, the difference is the personal attack side and the, you know, the whole the whole war side that comes from that from the, the liberal standpoint or the the more progressive standpoint but i don't know it's been corrupted this is so leftist right now it, this is reminiscent of 1968 uh you know as you know take take black lives matter change it to sds and and it's the same thing right it's it's uh it doesn't matter whether it's Antifa, Antifa, whatever the hell they want to call themselves, or Black Lives Matter or the SDS. It's the same movement that's come along, and unfortunately, the press in '68 was not complicit uh, as much as they are right now. I, I I you can't even who do you turn to for truth today? N- nobody. 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 It's it's a horrible situation we're in. So remember my prediction. Everybody's going to remember my oh, prediction, yeah. right? Oh, June yeah. 7th, I 2020, 
Anthony says that the gun controls. Co now, with Steve Sweeney as the Senate president, most of it will not probably be signed, but it will cause quite the diversion as people's property taxes are going up and everything else is going up on top of it because that's that's life, right? right. right. Uh, we're going to get hit constantly. Uh, so I'm really, really concerned about that, you know. Um, uh, it looks like uh, I'll be opening um, mid to late June, 100%. I'll have a date following up pretty soon, okay? Um, and we will be offering all of our classes and everything, and we will com be coming back normal hours. And, we, of course, we have spit guards up. They call yeah, spit guards or sneeze guards? You're already... <laughs> we have hawker guards up. We have loogie guards up. Uh uh, in retail and concierge, we have six-foot tape marks on the floor. We have Purell. We have disinfecting wipes. And we have my six-foot Spartan Dory here that we can use to practice social distancing. <laughs> That'd be pretty um, good. I'll walk around with it. I look right. forward to having everyone back and being able to carry on with a normal life. Our governor is spoon-feeding all of the businesses when they can properly reopen and at night we have 10,000 people protesting in the streets in the inner cities and in the suburbs now all touching each other and the majority not wearing masks not a problem so correct so so lockdown rule number 392 from Anthony it is okay to go out in the public without a mask as long as you're carrying a brick that's true <laughs> okay <laughs> Or a bag of Rolex watches. <laughs> <laughs> Go pick up a brick, a paving stone, a huge rock or something, and you will be allowed to walk around the streets without a mask on. Now, more than 25 of you in your yard for a barbecue or your daughter's birthday party is violation of Executive Order 763, Subchapter 6, Paragraph 2, Sentence 1. You will all be charged and treated like criminals. <laughs> Okay, and that's life. All right, but the protesters who turn into the violent rioters, free pass. My free wife, pass. My wife keeps my wife keeps calling the town, asking when she can have a garage sale, and they're like, "I don't know. You have to call the governor." And I said to her, "Look, just have your freaking garage sale if you want to have your garage sale. If the police show up, just say." Oh no! This isn't a garage sale. We just looted this from the local Target, <laughs> and all the looters are just piling this stuff up here. It's a place where you know, it's a place so you, where you we're want, storing you want the to loot. Hear, you want to hear pathetic? Uh, I have a doctor I'm friends with on Facebook. She shoots here, Carol. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna. She lives in Ramsey, so she came home and there was a flyer that there's going to be a you know, rally in her town. Right. So she called the police department because she lives right on the main drag and she's worried. And the police department said, don't worry, we will be there protecting everybody, even though the protesters don't have anything nice to say about us. And she said that was really sad, you know, because, listen, yeah. there's bad apples everywhere. Right. And to, to pigeonhole all of the cops, these cops that are getting injured all over the country, National Guard cops and everything, do you think they have any love for this guy? that need that man for almost nine minutes and killed him? How many cops do you really think are waking up in the morning and you go, damn, he did a good job? Yeah, right. You know? Right? Nobody. 
I think that's Nobody. something that we can all agree on, but what I don't agree on is the looting and scooting. No, shoot, loot, and scoot. Yeah. <laughs> that's the... <laughs> what, what did we used to say? We did a whole episode on shoot, loot, and scoot, didn't we? <laughs> yes. That was the uh, L.A. riots, the triathlon. Uh, yeah. The L.A. riots, tri tri triathlon, <laughs> shoot, loot, and scoot. That's a long time ago. You got a good memory. A, I know. That was a very long time ago. We've been doing this for 10 years. Can you believe that? We have been, huh? Yes. Man, I hate, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Like like so that's that's really pathetic. And you know, there's cops that have they want to go home to their wife and kids. And there's good cops. There's good cops in the community. There's obviously there's there's bad apples. And yeah. I'm not making this whole show a, a racial protest rights thing because we got enough problems in New Jersey right now. Okay, <laughs> we're broke. <laughs> We're, we're having a mental meltdown. Hey, no, hey, look, we're going to borrow $14 billion from China. So That's a minimum. <laughs> That's a minimum. And Governor Goofy Face comes up every day. The lady who needs no introduction. And I'd like to give a shout-out. And I'd like to give a shout-out to this one. And listen, all oh, deaths are tragic. But right. every day he reads the obituaries, you know. Oh. Joe Schmegman, 117. <laughs> okay. Nancy Rottencrotch, 142. <laughs> And once in a while, he'll pepper somebody in there who was young and healthy. He killed them all. Yes. They sent them all back to the nursing homes. Yes, he and did. We're, taking the, we're taking the blame for it. Yes, he did. I'm taking the blame for it. I could go into a liquor store, a Home Depot, a Walmart, whatever. Right. But nobody can come into a gun range. You can't go into a mom and pop store. You're going to have thousands of small businesses never coming back. I had an idea. Instead of taxing us for the $14 billion, the past three months, all the big box stores are open. How about a big box tax? They've been reaping all of the benefits. Let them pay! I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise, and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day, she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. 
We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. This is our life. So no one told me it was gonna be this way. Start to get annoyed at everything I say. You say my chewing is the worst to hear. And it's me and you all day, all week, all month, maybe all year. Cause I'm stuck here with you. And we fight every day. I'm stuck here with you. I left my pants in the hallway. You're stuck here with me. And I'm stuck here with you. Good. I got an announcement. Our buddy John Petrolino. Yes. His book is now on Amazon. Excellent book. I love it. Decoding Firearms, an easy-to-read guide on general gun safety and use. Go on Amazon and look it up. They got Kindle, and he's got a soft-cover book. It's a huge book full of information. Mentions you and me in there. Uh, oh, God. Gun for Hire Radio. Yes. John is a great guy. His last name, P-E-T-R-O-L-I-N-O. John Petrolino, and the book is Decoding Firearms. Please go and buy the book, especially if you're like me, you're going to be still being locked down for another two or three weeks. Buy it and read it. There's great stuff in there. Anybody you know who's a new gun owner, yes, absolutely. buy him a copy. Yes. Before you take him to the range, when the indoor ranges are granted permission to open again by the Crown, buy the book as a gift for friends and family, either the Kindle or the paperback. Tell them to read it cover to cover there's great resources in the back and everything he really really did a good job excellent job so let's talk about the benefits of the quarantine crawl and paying it forward again are you ready yeah remember i said tony simon bought four cases of ammo to support me because yeah. i'm selling assets to pay bills and stay alive yep. first time in 28 years i've been through this thank you governor <laughs> uh well he's gotten three cases of ammo donated so far to people by people to his uh, 2A diversity shoots. And this week we got an order from, where's his name? Danny Barrio. He bought a case of 9mm ammo and sent me an email and said, give it to Tony. Oh, man, that's cool. So Tony now bought four cases of ammo and got four free cases of ammo. That's fantastic. Does it get any better than that? No, that's great. All right, and this is for the second is for everyone diversity shoots, which we cause. will be scheduling again, hopefully yeah. by the fall. I look forward to you know doing those diversity shoots again, even though all us gun owners are racist, sexist, racist misogynist, classic. and every other is yeah. that you can think. I got some great uh, suggestions for the quarantine crawl. Mine, which didn't go over well when I ran it past people, was going to be the fu all crawl. Oh, really? That didn't uh, take off. Yeah, Matt seems to think the local business owners that I'm crawling aren't going to appreciate it. No, yeah. Okay, maybe. well, I guess it just fits me. <laughs> so here's some good ones, Sandy. The Constitution Crawl. That's pretty good. The Liberty Crawl. Nice. The 2A Crawl. Interesting. The Unity Crawl. And my favorite so far, the Freedom Crawl. Yeah. So, so far we have Constitutional Crawl. Constitution Crawl, Liberty Crawl, 2A Crawl, Freedom Crawl, and Unity Crawl. Anybody else have any other suggestions, hit us with it, okay? 
hit it with us. All right, we would love to have it. Remember, we're on Spotify. This week, uh, if the raping and pillaging is done, I'm going to go over to the city and do a quarantine crawl at Marty's V-Burger. Yeah, you, you, you probably don't want a driving gun for hire car. I, and, and I only drive a gun for hire car. That's all you do. Yes. Okay, so I don't give a shit. It is a rolling billboard, yes. Yes. Al Conti, if you're listening to the show, Al Conti's red flag case was dropped. Al, I got your 87 emails, your 42 voicemails, and your 67 messages on Facebook. I love you like a brother. As soon as the range and the radio studios open again, I will have you on the show. He's going to discuss everything with us, his entire plight and how he got. We're going to have to do a nine-hour show for him, Sandy. Yeah. I mean, okay? That was, that so please, Al, hang in there. Now, let's talk about this. Uh, my buddy, Peter Tillum. From Tillman Associates in New York State, White Plains, New York. P you've heard me mention Peter on the show before. Yep. He is like the Evan Knappen of New Jersey and the, uh, oh my God, <laughs> the Prince in Pennsylvania, Joshua Prince. Yep. Okay. Those guys are the two A wars. And Dan Schmutter, obviously, in New Jersey, too. Sorry, Dan. Uh, well, Peter Tillum, whenever we get a Second Amendment case, what, New York City or New York State, I send it to him. And he got those guys off that stepped over the border from yeah, New, right. New Jersey to New York and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, I so mean, he steps over the line. Correct. He's a great guy. So we all know that you can only, you know, U.S. Law Shield is only good in New Jersey. It's not good in New York because of Harpo Cuomo. Right. So Tillam found a workaround, and he started a company that gets coverage for anybody in New York, New York City, and and New York State. And his website is very easy. It's nytacdefense.com, newyorktacdefense.com. It's $35 a month, okay? Not bad. If you mention Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio, he will knock off $350 a month and the $15 off the annual membership, okay? nytacdefense.com. Share it with your friends and family. I drove up to his office. I met his whole staff. He went over the plan with me. It covers you for like up to a quarter of a million dollars. He got a workaround. He got it approved by the state of New York because it, well, you know how it is, like just like U.S. Law Shield. Yeah. It's not insurance, right. so right. to speak. Yeah. It's like a member support legal club. Whatever. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just putting it out there. But Tillam is one of our guys that we work side by side with each other. And uh, he's just a great guy, member of the range, comes in with his kids and, and the whole bit. And uh, I just can't wait, you know, I can't wait to uh, hear people and the results of signing up with uh, with his insurance. So please, nytacdefense.com, go check him out. All right, I want to talk a little bit. The Supreme Court kicked the can down the road again, Sandy. Yet again. How many weeks is this now? Like uh, I think it's five now. Uh, Bloomberg wrote an article. Uh, there's been a lot of articles out there. Of course, New York just uh, New York, New Jersey Gruel just filed a brief in the California case that's at the Supreme Court saying it should be struck down because you're endangering citizens by letting people carry yes. guns. They're all shitting. Okay. It's unbelievable. They're all shitting. So Bloomberg wrote a thing. The justices are considering a, a list of 10 appeals that would bolster constitutional firearms protections, something that, to the frustration of gun rights advocates, the court has repeatedly refused to do for the last decade. It's 12 years, actually. 
with the new justice Brett Kavanaugh calling for the court to schedule a new Second Amendment case soon. Yeah, and Thomas has been calling for it for the past five years. The problem is Roberts is a pimp. Yeah, right. Okay? So we have appeals on public handgun possession. Two cases call for constitutional right to own semi-automatic assault weapon. Eh, assault rifle. Eh, no. AR-15. Thank you. Nobody's asking to own a constitutional right to own a semi. Anyway, they, they twist it. Others would tackle a gun, a California gun safety law and a federal ban on direct interstate sales. If the justices grant review, they would probably hear arguments just after the November election and a president. I didn't think about that, Sandy. They're kicking the can down the road so they don't come up with a, uh, a decision until after the election. Yeah. Boom. That's yeah. it. I scrolled this article, and now I just read it, and that hit me like a a ton of bricks. They're going to keep pushing it. They're going to choose a case right before they go into summer recess, okay? And then we're not going to find out until after the election, so Trump can't get – so it can't become a political thing. I don't care, okay? So seven states, California, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Maryland, Hawaii, and Connecticut – outlaw at least some type of assault rifle. Go to hell. Every federal appeals court to consider the issue has upheld bans on those firearms. There's also a micro-stamping case. I don't care right now. They're saying it's Kavanaugh's call. I don't think it's Kavanaugh. See, here it says, Thomas has made no secret of his frustration that the high court hasn't been more assertive in protecting gun rights. We got to get something through before Thomas retires. Yeah. Right. He's getting old. He's in his yeah. mid 70s now, and I know he doesn't want to do this forever. He was beat up in the court. So, that's a great analogy from Bloomberg. The Supreme Court, Mark Cheeseman, listen up. The Supreme Court is kicking the can down the road so we do not get an answer until the fall after the election, the winter after the election. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. Sandy, I want to talk a little bit about COVID deaths. Okay, now we have all of these, the elderly, we have all of these leaks coming out of Phil Murphy and Cuomo's uh, uh, inner circle that uh, that the car, the response was an unmitigated failure that led to preventable deaths. We had a group of anonymous state health department employees sent a letter to lawmakers this past Monday. Okay, and they basically said that uh, Murphy was driven by politics and not health policy. Well, both of them were. I mean, and, and again, they're following, they were, I, I don't know what would possess you. If you had to come up with a recipe for killing the most people, uh, and you knew that the, there was a higher percentage, even just, just generally, you, you need a very limited knowledge of, of basic public health. And you would know that if, the, if it's a coronavirus, Typically, the elderly are uh, are affected more than anything else because they're frail. Their immune systems are are less than they would be than than we would be, even though we're approaching elderly. Sure. And um, <clears throat> so now you take exposed people who have who are in fact uh, positive for a, a virus, and you force nursing homes, force them into nursing homes, both in New York and New Jersey. And you plant them in. It's nothing more than a petri dish. You're shooting. You're shooting fish in a barrel. It, I, I, it is the most devastating thing you could possibly do. 
And it was but being why? done with, uh, who knows why? Why? Out of complete incompetence? That's about the only reason I could come up with. It's just absolute complete incompetence. It's what happens when you let the people who are not trained, like politicians, to make decisions regarding public health. And so-called public health officials who have absolutely no training, education, or experience in public health who run a health department. The person in charge of the New Jersey Health Department is a nurse who was an administrator for years. She's got an MBA, and she was an administrator. <coughs> she's practiced nursing, and she's over 70. But he's the woman old. that needs no further introduction. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. The Judy Persicelli. Right. She needs no introduction. Because I'm so tired of very hearing it. To, uh, uh, the uh, uh, Murphy campaign. Uh, look, Aunt. I've said it over and over and over again. I will say it till I'm blue in the face. I, 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 no one who knows anything um, can, can understand why we're doing what we're doing. Based on, you, you have to understand how this started. This started, for the first time in history, uh, decisions, public health decisions around the world but specifically here in the United States I'll deal with, were made based on numbers from a non-scientific paper. The, the, the paper that these were based on was not a scientific peer-reviewed paper. It was an internal memorandum created by a, a guy, a statistician, who has consistently been wrong in every single prediction he's ever made. We talked we covered that a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, predicted millions of people and 500 died. <laughs> um, these were the numbers that we were using. These were the numbers that were fed to Trump that Trump is still repeating for political reasons. Well, he's not the brightest in the world. No. He's got a lot of chutzpah, but Yes, yes, right, exactly, not the brightest, but he was he's been led around by the nose from these people. Uh, who were and again, I can't blame the guy. He's 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 a real estate salesman. He, he's not a public health official. So you trust your you as an executive, you trust your people downstream to be the experts. But when sure. the experts are relying on junk science, bogus bullshit numbers that were just you might as well have just made these things up. And counting them as law, these were computer model predictions that have all been proven wrong. But here comes the problem, is the fact that you've got people with egos who will never say they were wrong. And then everybody starts covering their ass, and then there are those who capitalize on it. Because let's remember the mantra of the left. Never let a crisis go to go waste. Go to waste. Well, the, the right uses that too. Yeah, everybody. It's disgusting. Everybody it's uses disgusting. that too. So, so all of this is based on bullshit, and the numbers have been down forever. It was supposed to be a two-week lockdown to flatten the curve. Now we're approaching three and a half months to completely flatten the economy and the mental health, or what let what was left of the mental health in this in this country, and here we are. And we're, we're talking about not opening schools. Why were the schools closed? We're talking about not opening schools and colleges in, in September. When, when Look, parents, 
the risk statistics, real data, real data showing up, the risk of a child dying from COVID-19, you have a higher risk of your child being hit by lightning than dying of COVID-19. If you're 50 and below, your risk of dying in a car accident is higher than dying from COVID-19. If you're 64 to 50, it's about the same as the seasonal flu. Hello? Wow. That's wow. data. That's real data. And look, the denominator, the true denominator will not be known for years, meaning the risks are probably greatly lower because we don't know how many people have been affected infected by the by the the SARS-CoV-2 and shown positive and let me tell you that the IgG IgM uh, test that's going around now the antibody test is absolutely freaking bogus it's it's bullshit it's about 30% effective and if you had a cold or any other coronavirus it's going to show you've had an immunity so you know really talk to somebody who knows what they're t talking about before you have this test test negative uh, test positive oh you've had it and then you you think you're immune to it talk to your doctor and and understand what this really means mm. Mm. we're screwed huh I, I don't know and I'm at a loss I, I really am I just I sit and I shake my head I can't even you know this is my lane okay i know and, we and, this show has been all about my lane for 10 years yeah. and for the past three months it's been your lane i don't want the lane anymore i don't <laughs> i don't want this lane anymore either i'm tired of this i don't know where to escape i don't know where to move in a couple of years i, I do not know what to do i am screwed you i want after to get this out of a blue state yeah, I, after these three and a half months sandy you know i'm 59 years old i don't see myself doing this at 65 i know i can't especially in a blue state. selling assets to stay in business right thank you thank you idiots oh let's just go loot the scoop For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience and makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. 
they can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio, where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. So I want to talk a little bit about the crawl, okay? Uh, I'm up at about 135 businesses that I've crawled. I want to start doing uh, this crawl. You come on, baby! <laughs> and... Uh, I've gotten orders from people, you know, selling assets to pay the bills. Stephen Abbott bought Swag from California. Wow. Eileen Dooney, New Jersey, gift card. Steve Spur, New Jersey, gift card. Mark Cato bought Swag from California. Robert Renaud bought Swag from Pennsylvania. The gun for hire crawl is everywhere. Okay, uh, so this this is you drink this a is, lot of coffee this morning. Always, this uh, this inspires me. Uh, this is from Paul Alonghi, Esquire, Mars Plains in Westbury. Only the first sentence pisses me off, but he says I'm a former member of your range. Hmm, former. I'm coming up to your office, Paul, and I listen to your show. I have been fortunate that my practice has not been devastated by the pandemic. A large part of my practice is representing contractors. And dealing with fallout from Murphy and Cuomo's executive orders is a career in itself. Anyway, I'm a fan of your quarantine crawl. And so far, I've visited the hot dog truck. I'm 46 twice. I've been to Last Licks three times. Oh, you're a fatty like me. I love you. I love you, Paul. I also heard about knife rights on your show and decided to support them by buying tickets to their auction. Yes, I hope you win something, brother. I figured it was a good cause, and I never thought I would actually win something. I hope you do. Well, the other day, I get a text and an email from Doug Ritter. I won an S&W M&P 9 Shield. He won a gun, a knife <laughs> right. Uh, uh, counselor, I get 25%, so we got to talk about that. <laughs> Dealing with Doug has been a tremendous pleasure. He runs a truly pro professional organization, and he responds to emails in a matter of minutes. That's why he's successful, like us, Paul. I will definitely continue supporting his organization. I am doing what I can to support the 2A community. In addition to the above, during this lockdown, I bought a case of 308, 9mm, and a face mask from you, and I joined Cherry Ridge. I look forward to taking some classes at your facility once you reopen. Gun people are truly the best people. Yeah, really. Okay. Now, knife rights. Kniferights.org. Ultimate Steel 2020. You might win a gun, too, you like Paul did. We were supposed to be at the... We'd uh, be there now. At the Blade Show today, right? We'd be there now. Yeah. Okay. 
We'd be there now. Richard Wolf sends another email, okay? Anthony, another great show this week. I hope that, as you indicated, that you will be open soon. Looking forward to celebrating with a big bang. I was not able to make it up today, but I was going to. He bought more 9mm ammo online. He said, please don't tell my wife. (laughs) He says, I have really enjoyed your Quarantine Cruel videos, and I'm looking forward to becoming a customer of a number of firms that you have highlighted, especially... Spencer, uh, Sender Smoke Shop in uh, in Teaneck. That's the barbecue joint. Too bad a oh, trip, yeah. bit of trip for me in Berkeley Heights. Rich, when you come up, okay, we'll go to Sender's and we'll go see uh, we'll go see Gabe at Sender's, Gabe Gilbert, and we'll go have something to eat. He goes for your continued crawl post. The end of the crowns, Emperor, no close shutdown. How about the compatriot crawl? We'll add that to the list. Thank you, friend and supporter, Rich Wolf. We're going to save it. This is another supporter, Cliff Toy. I love the crawl concept. Maybe after the pandemic, you can continue with the theme, the third tier business crawl. I like that. Or the 2A business crawl. Using a 24-passenger bus, you and another celebrity could be the host guide, and you can go to various areas of the state. I love this. Uh, Ranges, gun stores, (laughs) restaurants. Did he say restaurants? Restaurant. Cliff, you missed ice cream. But uh, uh, interview the attendees as they ride around for a couple of few hours. Hey, you could be selling tickets now for a date yet to be determined. I am in for $100 or maybe even a little more. Okay? I love it. I love it. I love it. All right? <laughs> he says, finally, we are back to work at Cheyenne Mountain Outfitters Gun Store in Bordertown by appointment only. I would still like a handful of Gun for Hire business cards. and I sent them everything. Cliff Toy, thank you for your support. My director seat, he helped me out. We still don't have the final count if I'm an NRA board of directors yet. Deloitte and Tooch, the independent accounting firm, has been closed. I, I don't know where they are in Virginia, but they've been closed due to COVID, so they couldn't tally the ballots. You know, it's like a million ballots or whatever it, whatever it may be, a couple hundred thousand or something, 180,000, a quarter of a million. But uh, And the NRA, because we're, we're under a microscope, didn't want to – remove the ballots and have another accounting firm count them because then people would say, oh, the fix is in. You know you know what I mean? Yeah. So the NRA made a decision to leave the ballots with Deloitte and Tooch until the pandemic is over, and then they would be announcing it. And sometime in the fall, we're going to be having a board meeting and a members meeting around the first week of September. Uh, details to follow. I think they're going to pick somewhere in the middle of the country so that members can come and, and, and talk positive and negative and ask questions to the board and uh, the executives and stuff like that. So I don't have solid information. That's executive council stuff. As yeah. a board member, I'll get it to vote on it later after the the managers and the executive council get through it. So Because people have been asking me if I won. I don't know. All right, no one knows. No one at NRA, from Wayne LaPierre to the Secretary John Frazier, nobody knows the tally. Everything is locked in Deloitte and Tucci's office. Anybody wants to get together with me, we can do an Animal House thing, like when Blutarski and D-Day went in to get the ballots or something. Remember with the flashlight, with the high-water pants? Then we got to shoot the horse. That's right. (laughs) And the chainsaw. (laughs) Ah, uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, uh, man. So uh, we don't know. You know what I mean? We don't know. We don't know what's going on. But I, I look forward to finding out, uh, you know, to see what goes on. But people keep asking me, so I figured I would address it here. Uh, 
Again, I, I'm blown away now, Sandy, when I walk into places with my gunfire face covering and people see me wearing the thing. They're like, oh, shit, he's doing a crawl. What do I have to do? This thing, that thing. I went to Sip and Swirl the other day, uh, ice cream joint uh-huh. in Little Falls. Yeah, you, I, I did this for you, by the Thank way. You. This is why Thank I'm bringing you. this one up. And I, uh, as soon as I walked in, they knew me. And they have maple, walnut, and butter pecan, by the way. Nice. Although your maple, walnut was right on. What's it, Doc's ice cream for what ails you? (laughs) Uh, But uh, Sandy makes boutique ice cream for himself. Yeah, well, he's his only customer. Yeah, he brought me up a little teeny tiny (laughs) little container the last time. When you bring me a container of homemade ice cream, the container, the vessel should have wheels on it. It Exactly. Well, my okay. Does, so. Like, go get a thirty-five gallon <laughs> garbage can from Home Depot with the wheels on it. Fill it, surround it with dry ice, and deliver that shit Wait, to me. I bring you. I drive a hundred some miles to bring you ice cream, <laughs> and you bitch because I didn't bring you a spoon. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I didn't have a spoon. I know it's great. I'll have to remember the spoon. Nathan. This is bullshit. Yep. So I went in there and I said, you know what? Instead of going with that, let me have a vanilla cone with uh, with Jimmy's on it, multicolored Jimmy's. And of course, I started shit. Is it Jimmy's or sprinkles, Sandy? Well, it all depends on what's what part of the state you come from. So right? I grew up in Newark, and it's Jimmy's. I was sprinkles by me. Yeah, even though the container says sprinkles. Yep. When I walked up to a Mr. Softy when I was a kid, I had small vanilla. Well, no, oh, when I was Mr. a kid, Softy. can They're I get a jumbo? Yes, can I get a jumbo vanilla cone with either <laughs> chocolate jimmies or multicolored jimmies? Oh, shit. Now Anthony today says small. <laughs> So what happens now is this, now they're I'm videotaping the crawl and people are videotaping me videotaping the crawl, which I think is a pisser. Yeah, you know, Jed, good. who runs uh, the Sip and Squirrel, he's videotaping me. I get home and my shit is on all over their Instagram before I posted it. OK, but I just think it's cool. I went to Maggie's Town Tavern in Wayne. As soon as I walked in, the two girls are like, oh, God, I'm like, what's up? You're going to do a video. I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, I shoot at your range with my husband. I live in Little Falls. Uh, uh, Do we have to be in it? I said, yeah, you're going to be in it. What do you think? What do we have to do? Just follow me because, you know, I do one take. So uh, (laughs) it's it's been really cool. Uh, I want to get on a somber note now. How much time do we have left? We've got about uh, seven minutes. Seven minutes. I don't know if I can talk that long. Okay. You want to talk about uh, third tier? Yeah, sure. Okay, this comes to me from my buddy Lou M. This guy is a lawyer who worked in the AG's office before he became the town clerk of Parsippany. He was arrested on a domestic charge, and he had a 15-round mag in his possession. He forfeited his handgun, police seized during the February arrest, and he gave up his FID card to gain admission into the pretrial intervention program. They dropped the 15-round charge from the magazine, okay? And instead of getting an 18-month minimum uh, for possession of a high-capacity mag, he was not charged. You know why? Because he used to work for the AG's office, and he was the clerk or whatever for Parsippany. Any of you third-tier people – see, he's the first-tier because he's political, right? Political elites is connected. Any of you would have gone to jail for the 18 months. Guaranteed. 
All right. So he got pretrial intervention. Now I got pretrial intervention, but my pretrial intervention uh, took me three years and cost me about six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. it's because you checked the wrong box on a piece of paperwork. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, so listen. So it's not a good thing, and uh, so that's what happens, though. So, like a guy like Al Conti gets red flag. They flash bang his house one o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, fifty-eight year old guy, <laughs> a guy, this guy from Parsippany who you know had a history of domestic violence gets caught didn't change his mag from 15 round to 10 why would he he's part of the first tier right laws are for little people right right right. and what happens to him he gets pretrial intervention okay have a nice day you know because he's gonna clean up his act after that so i want to talk to people a little more again i want to go around this uh uh my buddy Peter Tillum is nytacdefense.com if you live in New York. If you live in New Jersey, U.S. Law Shield. If you go to U.S. Law Shield's website, if you use the coupon code Gun for Hire, you will get a discount. So anybody in New Jersey that has a gun, this is another great gift to buy all your new gun owners. Yeah. Okay? Would be would, would be to buy that um, in U.S. Law Shield for Jerseyites and uh, nytacdefense for New York people. Everybody, regardless of what state you're in, uh, buy Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino because education is key. When I reopen, you can buy gift certificates for friends, families, and neighbors who bought new guns. Everybody should take an NRA basic course, whether it's rifle, pistol, or shotgun. Every new shooter should come in and take that course. We will be offering across the board. We will continue to have ladies-only classes, and we will continue to have co-ed classes. But there's a nice gift. You know, we charge $195 for the basic class. It's four hours, all-inclusive. You might want to buy that for friends or family or new gun owners uh, because it'll make us all feel better, and they can come and they can, you know, learn from a nice, clean, safe, professional range and a range owner who's the only vocal range owner uh, East of the Mississippi, and uh, <laughs> uh, the only uh, the only range owner who's for the past three and a half months driven five thousand miles <laughs> to visit various businesses. Is that how much you've driven? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to calculate it. Uh, anybody who belongs to ANJRPC, uh, I spend a few thousand dollars a month, and I advertise in the centerfold. I have for about ten years now. This month's centerfold is all the businesses I've crawled to oh, date. Oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be you in a bikini. Nope. It's all the businesses I've crawled to date. Wow. And then next month's centerfold is going to be all the businesses I've crawled to date. We're going to keep adding to it. Uh, you could go to gun for hire forward slash crawl to see all of the businesses. Uh, if you have ideas for businesses in the New York metropolitan area, Please, 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 they must be gun people and to a friendly. I turned down a couple of requests today. Somebody will send me a message. Oh, you got to check out Sandy's Steakhouse. Their cheesesteak sandwich is the best. So then I'm like, thank you. Are they pro 2A? I don't know. Come on, man. Yeah, really. Come on, man. Leave me alone. Right. You know what I mean? We have to keep it in the family. Right. I, I, I'm not going. I'm not driving to Stillwater or, you know, I drive all the way up to Stanhope, whatever. I'm not driving up there if it's not a pro two-way business. We have to keep it in the family. I'm co- hoping this continues to go forward and it continues to grow. Uh, I, I want to keep doing it after 
the shutdown, the illegal lockdown, I'm not going to do two or three businesses a day. But I, I, every time I pick a place, if somebody sends me a message, I'm going to have a running list. And I'll be like, Trace, well, let's go. We're going to Sandy Steakhouse tonight, you know. And I'll instead of doing a one-minute video, I'll actually sit down and eat. And then I'll do a crawl when the food comes or whatever, you know. But And it doesn't have to be just that. I went to Phoenix Industries all the way up in Wharton. They're a packaging company. But the father and the son shoot at my range. Yeah. So, listen, if he gets one order, you know, one contact. Right. Get a guy like Walter Haas owns a trucking company. They make pallet covers. They make shrink wrap. They make this. They make that. I don't know. You know, maybe Walt throw him a bone. You know, it's amazing the the contacts and connections we have. People have been asking me for a two way directory for how long, Sandy? Oh, forever. Yeah. And I forever. never had the time. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I now, never had the time. Now, thanks to uh, you know the Chinese, you you, yeah. you have the time. Yeah. And Governor Doofy Face. <laughs> yeah. The, the only man who can eat an apple through a chain link fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's cutting his hair? I don't and, know. Just, oh man, when I write magic, that, I when I write that on his Facebook page when he's doing a presser, you want to see his wife probably cuts it. He doesn't have much hair to begin with. You're trying to kill people because you want barbershops open early because you you're, you want a haircut. <laughs> oh my God! I just look at him. I'm like, wow. Talk about indoctrination, oh, man. Oh yeah, that's a you problem. talk right. about indoctrination. Yep. People eat this shit up, and they are just straight up in indoctrinated man absolutely holy shit if you did you see the article uh in the in in your show prep that uh it said what the thing that i got out of that was the uh the new jersey uh what was it nj.com uh where they of course have to stick in the fact because they're so leftist uh that the majority of the people in new jersey agree with uh you know and approve of the Governor's handling seventy-one percent. So let me ask you a question, Sandy. Have you ever been polled? Uh, no. <laughs> so I've been doing this for a long time, and everybody I ask whenever a poll comes out, yeah, I ask them if they've ever been polled, and they say no. Who are they polling? Yeah, the right. same thirty-five people, right, in the office. Hey, what do you? You know what? They, you want to know what, you want to know what they get? You want to, I, I guarantee I know what you did. They have a list of union and government employees. Yeah. They have a list because the government probably supplied it. Here, poll these people. Right. Yeah, right. Here's a good poll. We Here, gotta, poll these people. You're going to like the answers you get from these people. Unbelievable. So, a subtle question from Walter Haas. If the left abolishes the police, who will enforce the gun laws? We'll address that on next week's show. <laughs> That's great, Walter. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love you all. I'll be open in a couple of weeks. Well, I don't love all of you. That was a lie. I love most of you all. No, that's a lie, too. I like. I love some of, I like you, some all. of you. No, that was I a lie, too. I tolerate some of you. No. There's, a, there's a few of you out there that I can tolerate for a short period of time. Everybody's loving the songs at the end. I don't know if you're doing anything this week, but well, have a nice day. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio, regardless of the fact that you still have nothing to do. Gun For Hire Radio is a Canopic Media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. And a special thanks this week goes out to Penn and Kim Holderness, the Holderness family, for this week's foreign tunes. Check them out on YouTube. You'll love their parodies. Shops are gone and there are no salons. But now she thinks that.
She tried. 